I'm Dylan. And I'm Sam. And And this this is the Last Minute Sports Podcast. All right, so the NBA season has officially started. It started on Tuesday, October 18th, and we are going to jump right in. It was a good one. Yes, we start our first game of the season was the Philadelphia 76ers against the Boston Celtics. And this was a great game up until uh, early first first quarter, fourth quarter, when the Celtics started to pull away. And James Harden looked like his prime Rockets James Harden. Yeah, before we talk about stats, oh my god, those uh, Celtics jerseys, I love them. Yeah, uh, I really like them. Uh, They're giving me kind of Bucks vibes, but like like with the dark green, but I I love them. Uh, I heard some people didn't like them. I I like them. Uh, but James Harden, man, 31 points. I think he had almost 10 assists. I, it was a great game from Harden. He absolutely broke Marcus Smart's angles, hit a shimmy, and missed. Yeah. Um, yeah, James Harden, uh, judging by how he showed up uh, to the game, I knew he was going to drop at least 30 points. He dro- dro- uh, showed up with a fully woven, like, grandma-style clothes, and it was hilarious. He dropped 35 points that night. And then last night, he dropped another 30 against the Milwaukee Bucks, which they also lost that game. So the Sixers are starting 0-2. But the Boston Celtics, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, are the first duo since Wilt Chamberlain and Jerry West in 1969 to drop 35 points together uh, each each, each, uh, on opening night. So insane stat from them. And then the next game we're going to talk about is the Dallas Mavericks at Phoenix Suns and what was a revenge game for the Suns? Yeah, uh, this was a fun game to watch because we obviously know based on the playoffs last year, these two teams hate each other. Uh, more or less, Devin Booker hates Luka Doncic, and Luka Doncic does not enjoy Devin Booker. As the at one point, the Mavs had a twenty point lead over the Suns, and they blew it in the fourth quarter with Damian Lee, who is actually married to Stephen Curry's sister. Oh. So Damian Lee kind of pulled a bag, pulled a, something out of Curry's bag, and he hit the game winner and gave the Suns a revenge game win. Obviously, that win really, in the grand scheme of things, means nothing compared to what the Mavs did to them. Yeah, um, Devin Booker really looked on fire there. Uh, someone who didn't look great was Chris Paul. Yeah, I mean, Chris Paul, I believe that CP zero rings is washed. Um, not, not a great performance. I think he only had like seven points and he was actually pulled in the fourth quarter when it came down to clutch. Yeah. Time. He had six points, uh, for a player like Chris Paul, you expect a lot. How many assists? Assist wise. He had nine, still a lot I, of assists, but yeah. I mean, point he, he was in the game for 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, you got to produce more, especially as a starter. Um, do you think Luca needs help? Luca desperately needs help. Christian would play great, but outside of that, they don't have a lot of, perimeter shooting uh Dinwiddie is uh, not sorry Dinwiddie's okay uh Dorian Finney-Smith is pretty good but he just needs help the loss of Brunson is actually showing a lot more than I had initially thought I their weakness was center and they got wood but now shooting guard not looking good yeah Luca right now is giving me the same vibes as Donovan Mitchell last year kind of a little bit where the Utah Jazz are kind of relying on that one player yeah and uh, we're going to move on to Heat Bulls, where uh, this is Dylan and I's favorite teams against each other. I'm a Miami Heat fan. He is a Chicago Bulls fan. Oh, what a game. Oh, I love this game. Um, I watched the whole thing. It was fun. Tyler Hero in the first quarter was going absolutely off. Shows why they paid him that $140 million. He uh, started tonight, and which we'll probably see for most of the season, and he played great. Jimmy Butler played great. He went to the free throw line, I think, 20 times. Bam Adebayo, awful. 
He missed his first 10 shots. He is one of the main reasons we lost this game. And Kyle Lowry didn't do much. Yeah, I was shocked. Uh, I was watching the game. Bam Adebayo just did not look good. I You guys need him to play well to win. Um, Struss did look really good off the bench. Struess. Struess. Sorry, not a fan. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you're fine. He's not exactly the most uh, like prevalent player. He did. He, Struess played great. Uh, he's a great three-point shooter. He's probably almost as good as Tyler. Duncan Robinson's fallen off big time. What about, uh, what about Kyle Lowry? Awful. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that was, Lowry, man. That, uh, he, uh, he was great on the Raptors. Yeah. He and was, his, he's, what, two for four, I think? He went one for seven. God, wow. And 0 for Ooh. five and three points. And, yeah, DeMar DeRozan, man. The Heat actually, the Heat are top five defensive team. That's not really a debate. Uh, he played great defense on DeMar. But Demar hit everything. He is one of the best mid range shooters of all time, and I'm not. I love Demar so much. Uh, Vucevic played a great game, not only offensively but also defensively. A lot of boards. He a lot, a lot of boards. boards. Ayu Desumu filling in for Lonzo. Dylan is actually wearing an Ayu Desumu jersey right Ayu. now, and when he pulled up to my house, I told him you're not allowed in the house with that. And it, I initially I thought it was the most random jersey ever, but then Dylan told me that uh, he went to Illinois. Yeah, Ayu Desumu went to Illinois. I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan of his since really he's been at Illinois. It's still so random. No matter it's, what. No matter what it's not gonna be random in another year or two okay that's very confident take uh, it is a very confident take and i stand by paolo Boncaro, one of three players ever to drop 25 5 and 5 in their fir- in their first ever game at paolo man he had that poster dunk over a pistons player i'm not sure who it was but paolo balled out those three players are paolo Boncaro, uh, lebron, LeBron and grant hill yeah grant hill former piston he won a championship with them in 2003 uh, I mean, for opening games, I mean, this was kind of a lackluster for the uh, draft class. The only player that played decently well was Jaden Ivey dropping around 19 points. And didn't Keegan Murray also drop somewhere around that? Keegan Murray did not play. Jabari Smith dropped Jam- 17. Right. Uh, he played against the Atlanta Hawks. And the Atlanta Hawks, Trey and DeJounte, like that rhyme there, um, that, that backcourt is probably the best in the NBA. The amount of steals that the two of them are going to be get, the amount of assists, I mean, they are a perfect duo. And a lot of people think they weren't going to mesh well together. But, man, this Hawks team is scary. Yeah, let's go to a game that I was shocked about. I, I looked at the score on my phone early in the game, and they had, I think, like a 20-point lead at some point, And it they was, won. It was 20-2 to at one point, I believe. Yeah, it was twenty. Wow, and the Pelicans. Okay, the Nets. They got to get their shit together. Uh, it was it was rough. I turned it on. It was bad. Kevin Durant, I believe, had five blocks. A great defensive game for him. KD and KD had thirty plus points. Kyrie, uh, had about fifteen points. He did not play great. Ben Simmons, man, he fouled out in his first ever game with the Nets. Yeah, he also proceeded to drop four points, five rebounds, and five assists. Now he's the new single double instead of Draymond. But Zion Williamson in his first game back single, from triple. injury. Um, looked like an MVP candidate. Zion is so dominant. He just so good in the paint and keeping the ball in Braden Ingram's hands while dishing it to Zion is the way the Pelicans are going to win games. And I'm calling it right now. The New Orleans Pelicans will be a top three seed in the West. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the Pelicans, uh, they didn't pay Brandon Ingram this offseason, but didn't they play uh CJ? They paid CJ. They paid Zion. They well, they Zion. also paid Zion. We yeah, all we all Zion know, but I'm pretty sure they paid C.J. McCollum. I think they have a great big three. C.J. a great three point shooter, uh, great passer. Um, Brandon Ingram, great small forward. It's every single player that leaves the Lakers ends up. Yeah, that starting three uh, looked big phenomenal. Three. Um, 
sorry, the Jazz versus the Nuggets. That was probably the shock of this NBA season so far. The Jazz destroyed Jokic's Nuggets. Okay, that that okay, came that, out that, so wrong, uh, Sam. So wrong. We do we. This is not this type of podcast. I apologize for Sam's choice of words. But yeah, it was it was very shocking. I mean, you lose Donovan Mitchell in the offseason. You don't expect to uh to upset the Nuggets. Yeah, they won by twenty one points. Um, the Jokic played pretty good, not by his standards. Did he play very good? And uh, the highest scorer for the Jazz was Colin Sexton. We knew he was going to be good if they if he had stayed with Cleveland, but obviously Donovan Mitchell's better. But I think the Jazz, unfortunately for them, are going to win too many games this year, and they're not going to have a chance at the Webanyama sweepstakes. Yeah, uh, that was a huge shock for me. I didn't know. I don't think anyone actually. That one guy who bet on, in Vegas on the Jazz is probably crying tears of joy right now. But um, let's not forget, they also won this without their starting center. He got fouled out. Uh, I think in the second half. Markinen? No, Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah. He doesn't play center, does he? Yeah, he does. I, okay, I thought he was a small forward. I thought he played... Markinen's a forward. I, no, I thought uh, I thought Vanderbilt was a three on Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Minnesota, Rudy Gobert, I believe, was the leading scorer for the Timberwolves in their first game of the year. He had 23 points and 16 boards. Yeah, that Rudy Gobert, man. I mean, that is... The Timberwolves have the... Th- third and fourth best centers in leagues. I mean, when you have that good of guys in the paint, you are going to dominate. Yeah, I mean, a couple episodes ago, we talked about which NBA player will be the biggest impact so far on the team. And although Rudy Gobert did look really good, I still think it's Donovan Mitchell. I'm going to disagree with that. And I believe that... Oh, I believe that I took Rudy Gobert to be the bigger impact. I'm going to stand with that because Cat is a forward that played center. Cat has extremely good perimeter shooting. He won the three-point contest, but his weakness was rim protection. When you bring in Rudy Gobert, whose primary job is to get boards and block shots, and then he's putting up 23 points, I think he takes the cake on that one. As the Timberwolves beat the Oklahoma City Thunder, where one of my favorite players in the NBA, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, had a great night. I think he had 26, 5, and 10, something like that. Yeah, I mean, OKC, they could have had a good season. I mean, obviously, with Chet being out for the entire season, that kind of disrails everything. I wouldn't be shocked if they could possibly get a lottery pick. It matters how their season's really going to go. Um, um, not to mention, I think Anthony Edwards had a kind of shocking first game. Not very good. 11 points not in 31 minutes, I'm pretty not sure. Not a good start. Cat didn't have uh, the best night either. Cat, another one of my favorite players. I just I like Cat, man. For some reason, I just do. Not a great night. Rudy Gobert really was the player of the game in that one. And then f- the final game we're going to talk about is the Memphis Grizzlies and the New York Knicks. What a game. The first overtime game of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, John Moran. Oh, my God. He that, is so good. That that shot that got called back to an offense foul. Correct call. That would have been an all-time highlight for Ja. And shout out to the Knicks, man. I think that they have a shot. Julius Randle played like 20-20 Julius Randle. Um, the Knicks were down 20. They brought it to overtime. But Evan Fournier, who balled out against the Celtics in their opener last year, hitting a ton of three-pointers, and the Knicks end up winning, could not hit the game winner. Yeah, um, I think uh, if... Julius Randle was not fouled out. There's a huge chance uh, Knicks win that game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Stephen Adams proving. I mean, he is old. He's been in the league for a while, but he's proving why he deserved that pay uh, pay raise a little bit. Stephen Adams got absolutely pummeled. Um, he did though. Yeah, that Brun- was funny. Brunson I saw on that. the pass, boom! He didn't even flinch though. So shout out to him. And now my performance of the week this week in the NBA season, Demar Derozan. 
Oh he my god! Absolutely, I, I love you for this. He absolutely took over the second half of the Chicago Bulls and Miami Heat game, and he is the reason they won. Straight up, he uh, no Bulls players actually had a better start to the season since I think it was ninety six MJ. Interesting. Um, before that, I think it was Derrick Rose. Yeah, it's got to be uh, D Rose. Love D Rose. Don't want to talk about the playoff run from years ago. It still scars me. All right, now we're gonna go on to the MLB. Yeah, it was very eventful. I mean, playoffs still going on. We're, I think, about a week away from the World Series, maybe a week and a half, and I'm excited yeah. for it. We're in the championship series right now as the Yankees got there by coming back down 2-1 against the Guardians. Uh, the game the game 5 originally got, de- originally got delayed due to a rain delay, and they came back, and they dominated that I game. I so wanted the Guardians to win that game. They I really didn't. did. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Yankees. I mean the AL uh, championship game. Uh, it's it's a it's a battle of who do you hate least? Yeah, the Yankees. I mean obnoxious. Uh, their fa- a lot of fans are obnoxious. They've won so many World Series, but the Astros cheat. So I will be rooting for the Yankees. Yeah, I, I think we all have to. Uh, but the in the NL though, we have an interesting turn of events. I mean, As my- your Dodgers lost. Oh, shut up. Uh, yeah, my Dodgers did lose. I am very sad. I'm disappointed. 111 wins gone to waste. I am very disappointed. But you know what? My fighting Illini are 6-1, and one, so I do not care. Um, yeah, uh, Padres and Phillies are both tied series 1-1 one to one at the moment. Uh, the game, I think game 3 is tonight in Philly. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. If the Padres can take tonight's game, then they take home field advantage again, technically. Yeah, uh, I... I want the Phillies to win, and I think they're going to. I think that the loss of Franco Franco Tatis, I think it's Franco, right? No, no, no. What is it, Tatis? Fernando, Fernando Tatis. Tatis. Fernando. Um, I think that's really going to show in this series, and I think the Phillies are going to winning. And then I think that it'll be Yankees. Uh, although actually, well, the Astros are up two zero right now. Astros are up two zero. I I don't want it to happen, but it looks like it is going to right. be a someone versus Astros World Series. I think the Astros will. I think the Astros will win no matter who they play. Yeah, I kind of disagree with you though. I mean, Fernando Tatis has been out for the entire season. Uh, I feel like the team has to adjust to him. Someone who's been a huge addition to the team that no one agreed with me on before we started this podcast. Uh, I had this take before this idea. The podcast was even an idea. Josh Bell, which is their first baseman. Uh, was, I think, added in the Josh Hader or Juan Soto trade. I'm not sure. Uh, but he's been phenomenal in this postseason. I think he has two home runs uh, in the postseason already, but a lot of RBIs. Uh, I think he's been a better addition this se- this postseason than Juan Soto, actually. Hmm, interesting take there. Uh, I think that's all we have to say about baseball, right? Actually, okay, so you're rooting for, what, a Phillies-Yankees World Series? Yeah. and I'm, would... I'm rooting for a Padres-Yankees. I'm obviously rooting for the Padres to win. Uh, it's I th- weird, I know. I think that, uh, that the Padres and Phillies, if either that, whoever makes it to the World Series, no matter who they play, I think they're going to lose. It's going to be interesting. Uh, obviously, I mean, out of all the fan bases, I think the Padres deserve it the most. Yeah, they because lost they the just, Chargers. Yeah, they, they don't, it's their only sports team, and out of all the, t- the teams left in the postseason, they're the ones that don't have any championships. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to move on to college football, where Dylan... It's going to bring us to Upset Watch. It's back, baby. Upset Watch is on the horizon, folks. So we got some. We got three games that we're going to be upsetting. All of them are actually ranked versus ranked. It's not really going to be a lot of unranked versus ranked. Right. Not some insane upset, but like some smaller, some may... Some but it's, it's going to be bigger. good. It's yeah. going to be good. 
Uh, I know Sam is a Syracuse fan, and I have them upsetting Clemson at home, number 14 Syracuse. I love it. I think that Syracuse, this is the first time they've been ranked in years. They have an insane offense, and I agree with you on this one. I'm obviously going to root for Syracuse to win as they've been horrible. Their football team has really never been good. It's always been their basketball team that's been good. Yeah, um, Clemson is actually favored by a total of 14 points right now. That's I think two touchdowns yeah. and extra points. When you're going against a team that's 6-0, and and like not just like some Mickey Mouse 6-0, you're going against the 14th ranked team, I think, to be favored by two touchdowns is a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, Clemson, I, we kind of saw this in the Florida State game a bit. I mean, uh, their d- offense can only go as far as DJ takes them. It's going to be really tough. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on <laughs> to, to to Texas first. OSU, number 20, Texas. And Dylan has number 20, Texas, upsetting number 11, Oklahoma State. Yeah, a lot of people agree with me on this one, actually. Uh, number 20, Texas, upsetting uh, number 11, Oklahoma State. It's going to be a great game. I mean, Texas's last uh, Big 12 matchup, really, against them. Yeah, I think that Texas um, has actually become underrated because they were really hurt by the loss of Quinn Ewers, who is coming back. And I think that the, it's going to be a good like game for him to come back. I think they're going to win on the road. Yeah, he did look great last week against ISU. Um, I think he threw for three touchdowns. Uh, but Oklahoma State did losing double overtime, though, to TCU, which brings us on to our next upset, which is Kansas State upsetting TCU. Yeah, this one I'm not a fan of. Uh, I kind of tend to root for TCU just because when I was younger I played flag football and I was the Texas Christian University Horned Frogs so I think TCU is going to win and I think that they barring some crazy upsets there is a small chance they get up to four it would have to be absolutely insane all the top seven teams would have to lose but we've seen crazier things yeah um TCU uh the one thing that they are number one in in my opinion are their jerseys I love them oh purple jerseys so nice no but not even that they're just the design of them so nice purple jerseys are always good the Kings have good jerseys the Vikings have good jerseys the Ravens yeah but I think Kansas State uh could win this I mean Adrian Martinez phenomenal campaign I think he's in the Heisman race right now and not to mention uh, Deuce Vaughn, which is their running back, is a phenomenal running back. I wonder if Deuce Vaughn is better at basketball than Deuce Tatum, Jason Tatum's son. Probably. Since, I, considering considering I mean, Deuce is how old? Like four? Six. Is he? Six. I don't know. I don't know. He's, so, he's, he's below seven. I saw his bedroom on Instagram. It's insane. It's oh, like I can a only completely imagine. Jason Tatum-themed bedroom, uh, which is kind of weird. weird. Yeah. I know it's your dad. Imagine waking up and just seeing your dad all over your room. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, also with the way you just said it made it sound even worse that sounded horrible but you know uh yeah i those are my three upset watches i think they're really good they're not as big as an upsets as we've had uh before but i think they're all doable yeah but now what dylan's been dying to talk about his experience at the illinois game oh it was phenomenal oh my god uh not only did the uh fighting Illini win we are now six and one i think we're ranked 18th in the nation right now and we're bowl eligible so we are going to a bowl game, and right now we're favored, I think, to go to the Citrus Bowl. Another weird stat, though, uh, I think only, like, set 11 teams are still in the contention for college football playoffs. 11 teams? So the top and 11, right? No, no. Illinois is actually in the race. If Illinois wins out yeah. and wins the Big Ten, they will be in the college football playoffs. Interesting. Which is, I, 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 found, I saw that stat the other day, and I thought it was bullshit. So all, they, nope. so all they have to do is win out? Essentially, including including the Big Ten Championship, though. If they don't do that, 
hey, I predicted at the beginning of the season 10 and 2 for my fighting line. People thought I was being optimistic, but it's it looks possible at this point. I mean, we're yeah. 6 and 1. Uh if you said Illinois would be 6 and 1 right now, no one would believe you. All right. So now we're going to move into something that to just be completely honest, Dylan and I forgot about last week. Uh my top 5 and bottom 5 NFL teams. And at number 1, my Buffalo Bills stay at the top since week three. Since the Dolphins lost, they've just improved. They've gotten healthy. A great win against the Chiefs. We're going to go more in depth into that later. And I actually, even though the Chiefs lost and they're 4-2, I have the Chiefs at two. I think that whoever makes it to the Super Bowl out of the Bills and Chiefs will handily win the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, it was a great game. Everyone loves those matchups. I know you're super excited because you hate the Chiefs, uh, especially because of your history with them. Uh, whoever wins that I, I would love, I know you wouldn't, I would love for that to be the AFC championship again this year, just cause that would, who doesn't want to see a playoff Josh Allen Mahomes matchup? Uh, yeah, I would now to be completely honest, while that would be like a better story. Honestly, I hope the Chiefs get beat in the first round and we just completely sweep the playoffs and win the Super Bowl, not having a single one of those games be close, but obviously that's what everyone else wants to see. And number three, I might get hate for this. I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, not a yes the Cowboys are a great team I do have them at the fourth best team but they also didn't have Cooper Rush I think the Eagles remind me I've said this before of the yeah uh the Cardinal no saying that like they had Cooper Rush when they played them um I think that they and number five is the Giants three NFC East teams yeah um I feel like if the Eagles completely obliterated the Cowboys then they'd have a chance for number one but I mean it was a struggle game in the second half it looked like it was gonna be a blowout yeah I I actually texted you I was like it looks like this might be a blowout uh in the first quarter and after that just the Eagles just kind of fell behind exceptional second quarter football and suck the rest of the games I it's completely honest football is a second half game um, that's what, what uh, a weakness of the 2020 and 2021 Buffalo Bills were. They took the third quarter off. This year, they have been insane in the second half. They've allowed points-wise total. I think they've allowed 17 points in the second half. Yeah, but let's talk about it. The Giants are 5-1 and one and number 5 on your list. An insane win. They're legit. Brian Dayball is a shoe-in. For he is a quarterback whisperer. Yeah, Josh Allen, he turned him around. Josh had a rough start. To his career. Now, the, our bottom five teams. Oh, this is going to be fun. I initially would have not had this team be the worst team in football. But after a trade that just happened, which we're not going to mention yet, we'll mention it when we go Two into trades, breakdowns. actually. Yeah. Oh, and oh one, my God. And one to come. I Yeah, I forgot about that trade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, because he didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Carolina Panthers are the worst team in football. One and five. They lost two offensive threats. Awful team. A fluke win against the Saints. Not that the Saints are anything special. Two is the Bears. Uh, I think that they probably have a worse roster than the Panthers or had. I don't know. Bears suck. Texans, uh, they only have one win. They beat the Jags. Weak team. I think they're slightly better than the Bears and Panthers. Four is the Commanders. They beat the Bears. Not an impressive win in the slightest. Five is the Denver Broncos, where Russell Wilson played his first competent quarter of football, but sucked after that. Yeah, uh, I completely agree with that. Panthers are definitely the worst. And uh, I actually, there is some breaking stuff. Uh, some other wideout might be uh, traded next from the Panthers. Oh, definitely. DJ Moore is uh, expected to be traded within the coming days. And that's just going to be tough for the Panthers. If they're right. trying to get a quarterback, uh, what quarterback is going to want to come in and play with no receivers? Mm, CJ Stroud. 
<laughs> he's not going to want to. No, no uh, like what quarterback are you going to be able to convince to agree to be drafted by you guys? I don't think Sam Darnold wanted to go to the Jets. <laughs> he was forced to. I mean, he sucked. But all right, Dylan, right now, I want you to give your prediction for where DJ Moore will go, and I will do the same. DJ Moore? Ooh, okay. Uh, Should we say it on three? I have mine in mind. You ready? One, two, three. Chicago. Ravens. I don't think he's going to want to be traded to an awful team. He like doesn't Chicago. have a trade clause. Oh, all right. Usually yeah. a lot of positions like that unless you're a star receiver. I think receiver. that the Ravens are desperate for a receiver that they would they be willing to. They did just sign Deshaun Jackson, yeah. which once again, he will drop his 75-yard touchdown yearly and dip. Yeah, he's um, 35. He's old. He's not as fast. They need a guy like DJ Moore, a consistent receiver who really has been a great receiver with the worst quarterback play in the league over the past three years. Yeah, uh, DJ Moore is a great receiver. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if there might be an Elijah Moore-DJ Moore swap. Uh, Elijah Moore has requested a trade. Robert Sala actually announced today that they will not be trading him by the deadline. Well, yeah, well, they, they, Seahawks said the same thing about Russ. He's saying by the deadline, though, so he'll oh, be deadline, on the team true. for the rest of the season. Yeah, uh, I mean, if Elijah Moore, I think he has a huge ego at the moment. I think he needs to come down. It's his second year, and you just got your starting quarterback back, uh, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, I saw a meme on Twitter, which I actually... Do you know those, like, fake accounts on Twitter where it's, like, they'll have Ian Rappaport's yes. picture and name, but it's, like, the at will be something different? I look at the comments on it, and they're so funny. Yeah, I saw an actual thing. To, it was a fake Ian Rappaport account that said Elijah Moore was requesting a trade because he found out that Zach Wilson slept with his mother, which I actually believed because it's, like, that's it's believable. But then I was like, okay, that's got to be fake. And I did some research, and I'm like, oh, okay, that, that was a fake tweet. I mean, we did mention uh, DJ more possibly and expectedly being traded, so I feel like it's only matter of time that we should Especially mention the, the two. Firing, we mentioned oh, yeah, week. we did mention the Matt Rule firing. So that team is, I mean, we all saw uh, in the Panthers game last week, we all saw Robbie Anderson getting thrown out by his own head coach. Yeah. Uh, not only less than 24 hours later, Robbie Anderson was traded to the Arizona Cardinals, which we saw him do nothing last night. Yeah. All right. Let's move on from the Panthers and go to week six. The first game of week six was Commanders Bears. This, I actually would say, I wanna, is, I, I'm going to say it's better than Colts Broncos because it had two touchdowns. I wouldn't say that. Uh, just the fact is these two teams are just all around bad. At least the Broncos and Colts have good defenses. So instead, yeah. it's just this was just bad football. This wasn't bad offense. This wasn't bad defense. This was just bad football. It's time to move on from Justin Fields. I mean, they hate for saying that he had so much time in the pocket in that game, which is shocking with how good the Commanders' D line is. And he completely sold on uh, at the end of the game. Just awful play from him. He is a. I would say he's probably the worst starting quarterback in the league. Him or Baker. Well, actually, well, P.J. Mm, I don't know, man. I mean, Kenny Pickett's been pretty bad. I mean, he is a rookie. I'm not going to say Kenny Pickett is the worst because he's started two games. That I think is that's true. He is premature. starting. He is out of concussion protocol, and he will be starting. I didn't even know he had a concussion. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Trubisky came in at the end of yeah. that game. That was, it's just an ugly game. Thursday Night Football looked atrocious. Other than last night, I did have fun watching last I, night's game. I am not sure if I've said this before. I am all in favor of dropping Thursday Night two Football. Two Monday Night games. Yep, yeah. 100%. I I like viewership will increase, profits will probably go up. What I want a seven I want a seven fifteen and an eight thirty. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, Dylan. Ravens Giants, oh boy, what a game. The Ravens blow their third double digit lead of the season. This one was not at home. It was on the road. 
Lamar Jackson's stats for the second half. I saw this on Laces on Laces on Leather on Instagram. He has three hundred total passing yards in the fourth quarter, uh, seven turnovers, two total touchdowns, and a fifty-seven passer rating. Yeah, I mean, once again, we said this stat last week, and I'll say it again. I'm pretty sure uh, the Ravens have totally only been losing in their game uh, within I think one or two minutes before the game ends. Yep, their entire uh, loss or down has been in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They just can't finish. Um, The first three weeks of the season, I was like, oh my God, why didn't the Ravens pay them more? Pay him, pay him, pay him. I was, I, you saw on Twitter, I, I was, was on that bandwagon. Um, These last three weeks, um, they were saying, oh yeah, Lamar should have taken the money that was offered to him. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I'm not, I don't know if it's actually Lamar just being bad or the idea. No, Lamar's not bad. Let's not no, go that let me far. Say, Lamar not playing like opening season Lamar. Uh, I just I wonder if it's the idea of him having to get paid is stressing him out possibly. Uh, what I think is that he is a good player. I think he's cocky. I think that comes down to it. Uh, we yeah. saw it in the Titans playoff game in twenty nineteen, um, and I just think that he's a choker. He's not a winner. He's a great player. He's not a winner. Yeah. Uh, Mark Andrews obviously phenomenal performance from him. Always. But the old man Kenyon Drake went off. He went off. I he had over 100. He? He's like 28. That's old for... He's actually... He's 20, he is 28. But he, that's considered old for a running back. Yes, that is. We've talked about the 27 curse of when a running back turns 27. Yeah, Kenyon Drake. Uh, shockingly, in my opinion... Uh, Ravens player of the game. Oh, yeah. That by far. Uh, Giants. Actually, I retract my statement. DJ Moore, he is going to the Giants. Ooh, I forgot about the, yeah. Because they need receiving help bad. Sterling Shepard's out. I think there's a slight chance that when Odell is healthy, he could go back to New York. I would love to see that. Oh, I would love to see it too. I was I hated Odell when he was on the Giants. I thought he was such a baby. But once he got to the Browns and the Rams and he got humbled a bit, I like him now. Yeah. Uh, I don't want him on the Bills. I know there's been a lot no, of... No, I just it just doesn't fit. It really doesn't. There's no reason. We have, no. we have Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is phenomenal. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie is pretty He's decent good. for wide receiver so, three. We have Crowder. Crowder's out for six. And Stephon Diggs is just... Well, Diggs is arguably... Honestly, top three. Oh, yeah. I would say top three. Yeah, for sure, top three. It rotates, that top three. It does. Um. But yeah, they need serious help in the receiving game. Both teams do. Yes. That That is... <laughs> That is the DJ Moore sweepstakes right there is Ravens Giants. We're going to move on to Jaguars Colts. Colts got a win. Uh, this is just such an irrelevant game, man. The AFC South is so boring. Yeah, I mean, the Jaguars were relevant until at the end. When, after week three was over. After week four was over, my bad. They just kind of. Uh, they've been trying Food to push this. The yeah, they've been trying to push this whole thing that saying they're not the same old Jaguars. And everyone thought it was true after week three when they were two and one. Um, they're the same old Jaguars. Three. Uh, Doug Peterson was making the case for coach of the year, and then he sucked. James Robinson, you gotta get the ball in his hands, they didn't. You gotta get the ball in Christian Kirk's hands, they didn't. They did get it in ETN's hands. He had a pretty good day. I know he, I saw on Instagram he, dro- he uh, dropped like a 50-yard run. Yeah, I think this was more a fact of uh, what can the Colts do if their O-line shows up. I'm sorry, but uh, Matt Ryan was actually not sacked once. He, he did not the fumble. Ball. He did not th- uh, throw an interception. Really good stats, right? He had like yeah, 350 he, 42 yards. completions to 58 attempts, 389 yards. yards, three touchdowns. But that's not the big shock. The big shock, in my opinion, is the Colts running back three stepping up and I think having a total of Jackson. over 120 yards. Yeah, 
he had 10 catches for seven It was actually a really good fantasy guy. Uh, I had him. I picked him up. I replaced him with Naheem Hines. He dropped me 28 points. I still lost, but I don't care. Uh, oh, Pittman. Pittman, 134 oh, receiving yeah, yards. Yeah, Pittman's had two good games this year. Besides that, has actually been pretty bad. Yeah. He had he was really good week one, mm-hmm. and he was really good last week. Yeah, I just think this game, really, instead of showing which players are going to be good, other than Deion Jackson, it, he looked like an interesting running back three. Uh, I think this really shows what Matt Ryan can do if he has time in the pocket. I think Matt Ryan leads the league in pass attempts. There's, this is like, I feel like his third game of the season where he's throwing the ball 50 times, which is awful when you have a great O-line, or supposed to be great O-line, and Jonathan Taylor. I know he was out this week, but I mean, they won without him. They're what, are they? They're 2-0 without Jonathan Taylor. I think, yeah. Uh, JT, I love him. Ooh. I really do. He's just not, I think he's a bit overrated. I really do. After uh, last, last year, he was the... The, the I mean, it's really the hard. They they just been for him. They've just been running him straight up the middle, which they can't be doing for running backs because if they know he's in, they know you're going up the middle. Yep, you can't do that. Uh, it's you. Oh, it's me, yeah. right? Pat's Browns. Ugh, I thought this was gonna be a horrible game, but Bailey Zappi. Don't say it. I'm I'm not known. I'm just saying he's the best rookie quarterback. I mean, yeah, there's so far. only two that have played. Yeah, I know, right? but I. I'm shocked Sam Howell's not starting for the Commanders. I'd rather mention that. He's also in a much, 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 much better uh, situation than uh, Kenny Pickett. But the Patriots offense, they played really well. Uh, Zappi threw for 300 yards, two touchdowns. Ramondre Stevenson, 96 yards, two touchdowns. My mom picked him up in fantasy, and he won her matchup. And and the... the Patriots receiving game was mid, like always. They just had these random dudes that were like I good had, at one season. And I then picked up Jacoby team. Myers, and I was hoping Why? Jacoby Myers. Well, because I need, I need, I need a wide receiver. Was it him or Nikhil Harry that took them like three seasons to get to their first touchdown? I think Nikhil, it was Jacoby that was Myers. Nikhil Harry. You like, sure? Yeah, I'm almost positive that's Nikhil Harry. I feel no, because I feel like it was Jacoby Myers because he caught it in their game against the Browns. Oh, it last was Jacoby year. Myers, but he was always good putting up stats other than touchdowns. Um, once it good mid. The only thing uh, good that came out of the Browns game uh, was that Miles Garrett passed Clay Matthews Jr. in uh, all time sack leading for the Browns. It's the only thing good all time. I did uh, Loki. I did not know Clay Matthews played for the Browns. Must be that's where he's drafted. I right? didn't think of the wrong Clay Matthews. Jim Wade Jr. was this, Clay Matthews is Clay Matthews. Well, no, because his father also played. His father, his uncle's Bruce Matthews. Played right, for... so I'm talking about Clay Matthews, the Clay Matthews, the Packers Clay Matthews. Well, we'll look it up. Clay. Yeah, we're going to have to search that up. I, I guess it says Clay Matthews Jr. I don't remember him ever playing for the Browns. I also forgot he played for the Rams for one season. No, that is him. Really? Uh, Wait, hold on. You sure? Oh, wait, this this is he 66. William Clay Matthews Jr. is a, Oh, yeah, that's his father. Is a former American football linebacker who played for the Cleveland Browns yeah, and Atlanta Falcons. But when I look up the picture, Clay Matthews in a Packers jersey. Okay. <laughs> he had 69 and a half sacks. Nice. Um, uh, all right, we're going to move on to a team that dominates. Or, sorry, not a team that dominates. Two players that dominate when they're in a specific stadium. The Cincinnati Bengals at the New Orleans Saints. And Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow go off in the Superdome. Yeah, the Saints had this game one, and they just didn't. <laughs> they, just, they just fell apart. Shiesty threw for exactly 300 yards and three touchdowns, with Jamar Chase having almost half of those yards and two scores. I mean, you said earlier, especially for the Cincinnati Bengals, you put the ball in your star player's hands, you'll win yep. the game. And you know what? That's exactly, exactly what, what they, they did. did. Yeah, uh, there's not much to say about that game other than the fact that any if you want to win, give the ball to Jamar Chase. Yep, and they took the... I don't like them not passing to T. Higgins as much, but I, I'm just a big T. Higgins fan. But, I mean, 
The Saints, um, they lost last night. We're going to get into that more. But they're 2-5? and five? Oh, my God. Let's talk about a game that I had a field day watching, and I know a lot of people who were listening, and I know you did, Sam, as well. Let's talk about how the Steelers beat the Buccaneers. Um, Tom Brady, man, pissed. Oh, my God. He was pissed at his O-line. Uh, yeah, I mean, they actually did hold up pretty well because the Steelers have a great pass rush, but... Let's not talk about how Tom Brady only got sacked twice. In yeah, I was, that's what I was just looking at. He was sacked yeah, by was sacked, Carl Nassib yeah, he was, and Antoine Winfield. I forgot they picked up Carl Nassib. I didn't even know that. Um. Yeah, Uh. he only got sacked twice. And let's not forget, he was rimming out his O-line, I think, in the first or second yeah, quarter. Why is he bitching about it? Like, dude, come on, because he get hurt one time. Oh, I'm Tommy. He did fumble. He did get it back, though. Um, that's his fault. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting hit on the sack. Hold on to the ball. No one, no one had a great day other than really their punter. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky had a good day. Mitch, uh, Mitch Trubisky did have Nine a good day. 9 for 12, day. 144 yards and a touchdown. That game-winning drive he went on. Um, a big problem, I've said this, the Steelers. Not you. What has been the thing I've said the most on this podcast? Get the ball into your star players who win games. They did win the game. Najee Harris had 42 rushing Bro. Seven, where's sorry, Najee? Uh, seven receiving yards. He had a touchdown in the second of the year. He had a rushing touchdown in week one. Yeah, they were hyping this man up. They were like, oh, he bulked up. He's going to be a tank. Where? Dude, I where picked, is he? I picked Najee in the second round of every single fantasy league. I picked him in the first. He was my first round. I could have picked Stefan Diggs. I picked Eckler in the first round of all three of my leagues and ha- Najee in the second. I, I picked I picked, I picked. picked. Najee Harris with a six overall pick. My ass, I could have picked Stefan Diggs, and I, I'm regretting that situation. My ass thought I was fleecing people when I got Najee in the second. I mean, Eckler, clearly, probably, Eckler and Diggs were the two best first-round fantasy picks this year. By far, Eckler's been the number one fantasy back. He actually won me my fantasy matchup the last three weeks. So. I think the issue is Mike Tomlin. I mean, you have to think about it. This is the first time Mike Tomlin's really had to adjust to a new quarterback. A in his bad career. team. That bad too. team. Um, I think he needs to simplify... The offense. I mean, that whole joke's been going around for the Packers this uh, entire week, but I think that needs to apply to the Steelers. I mean, you can't expect a guy like Kenny Pickett to come in and play under a system that Ben Roethlisberger played in for 15 years. Yeah, not to mention, uh, we get it. He was a first-round pick, but he shouldn't have been. He should have been late third. Late third. He should have been the first. I do agree he should have been the first quarterback to go. Yeah. But he's not a first-round quarterback. I don't know why they wasted a first-round on him. Uh, there was a lot, like, O-line. Who else, who else could they have taken? They need, uh, they need corners. I don't know who they could have taken with corner-wise, because... Elon. Sa- oh, Elon's you're right. been good this year. Yeah, Sauce and Derek It's a really good out. cornerback class. Yeah, no one thought about it. Sauce they, has been phenomenal. They took, the Chiefs took Trent McDuffie. He hasn't really played. He's supposed to be very good. Uh, Sauce Gardner, uh, Derek Stingley, and Kair Elam. I think this game was more or less who can play good, but who can play bad. Uh, and obviously the Bucks did that. Uh, the only thing good that came out of it, if you had Ryan Suckup on your fantasy team, you'll love him. How many field goals? Four. Ooh. What um, were the ranges? Do you got that or no? Is the that ranges? Because that factors into fantasy points. Let me see real It's quick. not that big of a deal. It doesn't really matter. We're going to move on to 49ers-Falcons. His longs was a 54. I think the Falcons are uh, a playoff contender. They're a 50-50 team, in my opinion. I mean, it, literally, you can... Open up, you can look at a Falcons game and say, I have no clue if they're going to win or lose this. Because you and I both probably agree on this. They should have lost this game before uh, this game started. Oh, yeah. No one was going to pick them. But so, interestingly enough, when Marcus Mariota passes for under 120 yards, the Falcons are 3-0. and How they are 3-0. and Wait, what was that said? 
when Marcus Mario throws for under 120 passing yards. He had 129, so that's false. So it's 130. 130. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I just thought I should do that. You're good, you're good. Uh, they're 3-0, and which is shocking because they lost Cordero Patterson. And their rushing game, their defense, I think they have, did they have a defensive touchdown in this game? I feel like they did. Yes. Yeah. They had the fumble, didn't they? I don't know. I, I, I can't remember if they had the, the fumble recovery for a touchdown or if that was the uh, 49ers. I'm pretty for, sure. No, because IUK had both of the 49ers yeah. touchdowns. Uh, yeah, so they had a fumble recovered uh, in the end zone. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they, uh, AJ Terrell picked it up, then he f- proceeded to fumble in the end zone, and then right. the Falcons guy fell on it. Yes, yeah, um, yes. AJ Terrell. This has been a big disappointment this year. Let's talk about that. Yeah, not, like, we, we just praised a bunch of ro- rookie corners, nonetheless. But, I mean, other than that, I think all the veteran corners and everyone else in the league has been kind of disappointing. Jalen Ramsey's been yes. bad. Yeah, uh, I will admit. Uh, his yeah. best clip this year is him completely laying out uh, Cooper Rush and P.J. Walker. Either that or his game-winning interception against the Falcons. He, Ram shouldn't have even needed a game-winning interception. No. Um, he got torched by Diggs. AJ Terrell was getting torched. He got torched by Michael Jarrell Thomas. Jarrell Alexander is playing horrible. He's, uh, pl- uh, he's playing. He's playing. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, who, I mean, Pat Sertain, I mean, he's not playing great. What? Oh, he's yeah. having a phenomenal what year. Did I say to say Pat? Hmm? Pat Sertain's having a phenomenal year. He's playing good. The team's not. Okay. I was, whew, did not mean to say I was that. about to throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who else? I mean... I mean, in my opinion, some of the most overrated Trey corners, White's like Isaiah great. Rogers and Kenny Moore, kind of overrated. Um, I do think they're overrated. Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters are both overrated. No, think about it. Think about it. The only Gilmore's played secondary player... Yeah, Gil- Stephon Gilmore's having a career rejuvenation right now with the Colts, in my opinion. He's playing pretty well for a 31-year-old corner. Um, but yeah, that's just... Ugh. And this game? It's you. Oh. Yeah. No, it's you, because we just did Bucks steelers no, we didn't. We just did Falcons Niners. Did we? Yeah. Gosh. You're good. Keep going. Jets Packers. <laughs> so this, one I think, was your call of the week. You were all in on New York football last week, and you picked the Jets to win. I'm like, oh, no, no. The Packers, uh, they're not going to get beat by both New York teams. Aaron Rodgers doesn't choke twice. He did. I think that <laughs> the picture of the year is Sauce Gardner with the cheese head on easily. Not only did Sauce Gardner wear that and get knocked off by Alan Lazar, he brought it home and proceeded to stream Call of Duty with it in the background. So and the funny. and the AFC rookie uh, Pepsi belt in the background. Uh, Brees Hall, a phenomenal game again. Uh, the Jets are winning games without, the without like I mean, Zach Wilson's undefeated so far on the season. Not um, because of him, though. Right. He, they're 3-0 with him. Not, not in the slightest. He's been... Just, he hasn't been a hinderer, and he hasn't helped. He hasn't helped them either. Um, they're winning the game with their defense and their running game. Quinn and Williams had a phenomenal day as well. Yeah, uh, the Packers just played bad. Um, the run game was dominant in this game, not for the team we thought it would be. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna see the Packers in the playoffs this year, and I think this is Rogers' last year. Uh, something that I actually forgot to mention about Brady, he said there's no retirement in his future. He also made some very controversial comments. About us comparing football to military deployment. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm more worried about like don't worry, I don't like Brady, but uh, especially with what's been going on for the past couple weeks, I'm more worried about his mental health. His football. Fu- Ooh, uh, how much up that bomb? We're not gonna do that. His <laughs> face, his face, man. It's he got weird. he got another, so, he got Botox again. I so swear, thin. Botox does not make your cheeks your cheekbones that visible. Yeah, no, I, I'm really <laughs> worried chin. about him. Um, I'm not worried about as, him. As I don't a, care about him as a human. Not a player. 
oh, see, I'm I'm more like into You're it more like, fuck. it's like freaking. Yeah. God, I almost just dropped an F bomb. You're good. Uh we're gonna Jeez, this episode's all over the place today. A little bit. <laughs> it, you know, cause last week we filled early. Yeah, we're, we we're haven't two filmed... days late. Yeah, you know we'll... what guys? We've kind of messed up on our flow of which games. We've gotten close to dropping a couple F bombs. You know what? It's been a it's been a roller coaster. The show must week. go on, right? The Vikings barely beat the Dolphins, they won twenty four sixteen. Uh Dolphins. Tua is like... back this week. Yeah, the Dol I was about to say Tua didn't play. Um Tua did not play. Uh, that they almost came back. They almost won. Mike Isecki with two touchdowns and the worst gritty in NFL history. He officially said he'll keep it in, at home. He gritted for like eighty yards when they were down sixteen. I know. What? Why? Why? Why is he doing so fast though? Oh my god! It's, it's literally if he slows it down slightly, it's and fine. He has his arm straight, guys. It, you, when you're gritting, you gotta bend your arms. I mean, come on, the feet movements are bad too. Everything's bad about that gritty. Uh, the Vikings, the Vikings. Jefferson had a 6 for 107, or was that two weeks ago? No, it was 6 for 107. Yeah, 6 for Fun fact, though, uh, the Vikings bench was, uh, 30 degrees hotter than the Dolphins one. That is really home field advantage. I mean, that was, I think, that's the main reason why the Bills lost to them, was heat exhaustion. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see that, because you, I, up until this year, I haven't really noticed that the Dolphins' home stadium is giving other teams problems when it comes to the temperature. Yeah, um, but the Panthers-Rams game was, ugh. I watched it, it wasn't good. Probably my worst take of the year was saying that the Panthers would beat the Rams due to freedom from Matt Rule. You know what, pre the game, it probably wasn't really a bad take, the Rams have been bad, I was thinking, you know what, freedom from Matt Rule, they're gonna go off. They didn't. Cooper Cup had his worst game on the year. Matthew Stafford continues to suck, throwing another pick six. Yeah, I mean, uh, but other than the pick six, really, he didn't play that bad. I mean, you take away the interception, look at his stats. He's had a decent game. He had 250 passing yards, 26 completions. Um, I See, I don't think you... If that was just an interception late game, you can't say take away the no. interception no, when it was a pick six. Yeah, it was a pick six. It was um, their only touch. It was, it was really bad. Only wow, I didn't realize... Uh, yeah. But uh, let's put Ben Skronik. I really owe... It, all the Rams fans owe him an apology. Uh, he, I can't believe he's actually decent. Yeah, at the beginning of the year when we were in uh, IT class and you were just kept, or computer science. I was complaining about him. Yeah, you are just Ben Skronik. I'm like, dude, who the hell is Ben Skronik? And now it's like, okay, I actually know who he is. He's been pretty good. Yeah, no, literally, if you pull up clips of him uh, in the postseason last year, you will understand why I was so pissed at him. He was in the postseason last year? Yes, because Van Jeffrey, uh, because OBJ got injured in the Super Bowl. Oh, so you're talking about the Super Bowl. Well, no, he was also used partially. It was weird. I, thought, I actually thought he was a rookie. Two, two hours. He was a rookie. He was a seventh round rookie. No, I thought like he was a rookie this year. No. Uh, he actually, uh, the, you know, like the walk-off touchdown, not walk, uh, they got it, Bengals got a touchdown in the Super Bowl, we get the ball back, and then Cooper Stafford Cup. throws an interception. It wasn't because it's oh, yeah, because yeah, Ben Skronik drops yeah. the ball and it gets, it, like, oh, that's yeah. Ben Skronik. See, that was my favorite part of the game, because that was the only gritty of the game. And yeah, and really, then they proceeded to kick a field goal after the interception. That Super Bowl, I was just mostly looking for gritties. I think we counted three. Uh, there was a gritty on that interception. There was a gritty after some percent. And there was actually a gritty in one of the commercials where, uh, like, a cartoon Justin Jefferson did it. Yeah, uh, Jalen Ramsey, uh, I did say earlier, his best uh, clips. Mama, mama, mid. He is, yeah. Uh, but he <laughs> did get another sack. He has his second career sack. Uh, he actually sent the PJ Walker into concussion protocol with Ooh, that sack. But he is playing this week, PJ. I do believe so. Uh, no one played good. Ooh, sorry. Moving on. To what is going to be the new Manning Brady rivalry? 
Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. I never wanted to admit that because I like Manning too much, but I will say it. I don't know who's Manning and who's Mahomes. I mean, I know who who you think Manning and Mahomes. Uh, well, right now, at at this point in their careers, Josh Allen is Peyton Manning and Patrick Mahomes is Tom Brady. Super just Bowl because, speaking? Well, yes, yes, just because of that. And Mahomes has been more successful. He is an MVP. Josh will have an MVP by the end of the year, and I, it's clear. I do think I do like him both, though. At least for the Manning... Uh, Brady rivalry. I hated Brady. Yeah, and I liked Manning. Yeah, who do you like more? Keep in mind, you are in my house. I like Josh Allen more, but the issue the issue is the Bills are really getting tainted for me right now just because everyone's dick riding them. Yeah. No offense. Like I liked Joe Burrow halfway through the season, and then everyone just started dick riding them, and it just kind of pissed me off. Uh, yeah, but I mean, no, no it's I, valid I, though. I know, it, it I know, is. I know. But like, but no, but like, you get the people that like do it too much. Yeah. I'm like, one of them. You, like, when I open up TikTok comments and it's just Joe Burr nonstop, and God, I was like... Shiesty was so good in the second half last year. I just called Joe Shiesty. No, he was so good. It, but, like, Especially at a certain point, Chiefs you're game. just tired of seeing that everywhere. Um, Josh Allen, clear MVP. And, uh, I'm sorry, Gabriel Davis absolutely owns the Kansas City Chiefs. A yes. great touchdown. Totally toast that corner. And Diggs finally got his revenge game. He did not show up in the divisional game last year. He had two catches, one of them not counting because it was a two-point conversion, so it didn't go on the stat sheet. Diggs had, I think, 130 yards on 148 10 catches. 148 and, and a touchdown. Josh Allen, 27 for 40, 329 the only, yards. The only person lines. to show up, actually there's two people that showed up for the Chiefs, was Travis Kelsey, because like he always shows up. And, and Juju. Juju Smith. I actually picked up Juju just because I dropped Curtis Samuel because, I mean, he has Carson Wentz. Actually, it's Taylor Heineke now as a quarterback. Um, Carson Wentz is out for 46 weeks. Uh, Taylor Heineke has been given the starting job. Uh, I think Sam Howell is backing him up. I thought Sam Howell would have gotten the starting job. Yeah, it was great to see Dawson Knox catch the game-winning touchdown because his brother Luke Knox passed away preseason. And you could see the emotions on his face after he scored that touchdown. And that ball actually might not have looked like an insane throw, but when you watch the replay of that, that pass was insane. He put that right where Knox could get it. Josh Allen absolutely balled out. And let's not, the play of the week, the hurdle. Man, Josh, Josh he always Allen, does it. Somehow, a six foot five quarterback is the best hurdler in the NFL. Yeah, he. I mean, I was expecting it because I think it was last year yep. or like in the AFC yep. Championship that we La- saw. It. Last year, last year, Jerry Sneed. I was like, he's gonna do it again. I know he is. And I'm, I'm sitting at dinner, uh, watching the game, and I just see the man hurdle someone for he, the first down to end the game. I think that was the end. It. He got the first down. Yeah, he got no. He got the first down. Then they scored the touchdown. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but I was like. Um, I knew he was going to do it. So, Josh Allen isn't hurtling over scrubs either. He hurtled over Jerry Sneed, a good corner. He hurtled over Justin Reed, who's a former All-Pro safety. Great kicker, too. (laughs) In 2018's rookie year, he hurtled over Anthony Barr. He's hurtled over Devin McCourty. I mean, he's ridiculous with these hurdles. Yeah, uh, Bill is all-around great team right now. I mean, I've said it before. They got to get the run game going a bit. I mean, Devin Singletary looked pretty good. Early on, he was out for the first half. He had like 10 carries and 80 yards. He had really good in the first half. He was averaging almost nine yards a carry. Yeah, I I honestly thought you guys were going to get CMC and not the 49ers. Speaking of which, that is the trade that we have forgot to talk about. Because apparently he is playing Sunday. We totally forgot about that. He is. (laughs) Since we're finished with this game real quick before we move on. We're not completely done. There's one more thing I want to say. Oh? Uh, Taron Johnson, a great pick. Um, I mean, Mahomes did not come up clutch, and Mahomes really just, he didn't play good. Uh, Von Miller is, people were 
shitting on the He's Bills. He's washed. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what he you're talking sh- about. They were shitting on the Bills so much for giving him a six-year contract. I still don't like that we're paying him $20 yeah, I don't... a year. But the, right now, he has six sacks. I think he leads the league in sacks, almost. I think it's Max Crosby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the game-winning interception, uh, Von Miller flushed from Holmes out of the pocket. Tara Johnson comes out, intercepts that ball. I legitimately... Had tears in my eyes on that. That is my that this game is my favorite moment as a Bills fan ever. Even more than beating the Patriots by thirty eight in the playoffs. Uh, actually, Alex Highsmith leads the league in sacks right now. Who's he? Linebacker for the Steelers. Who's two? Parsons. Okay. Parsons, How- Gary, and Bosa, and Von Miller are all tied for a second. Okay. Highsmith just has a half a sack on them, with six and a half. Alex Highsmith, you said? Yeah. I've heard of him, but like. Not really. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. Um, he's not going to No, but okay. Now that you're done with that, before we move on, uh, CMC going to the Niners. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think the, the Panthers absolutely fleeced the Niners. CMC in 2019, great. Hasn't been good. He's injury prone. They got five picks, especially the 40, that the 49ers needed those five picks to pick up guys that they need to repair this injured, injured team. Uh, the Panthers are going to be... They're going to have the number one pick. They're going to have a lot of draft capital. Yeah, what people have to remember is, at the moment, Panthers have the number one over pick. They're not giving it to anyone at all. Um, We have to remember, though, these picks, although they didn't get a first for CMC, they're probably going to use these picks that they got for uh, within the Robbie Anderson and CMC trade to trade up for probably another first-round pick. Yeah. They can all, yeah, and honestly, they're pro- they could probably get a first-round pick for DJ Moore when they trade him. They're, I think that they're going to have a Jets-like draft where they just, uh, there's, I mean, like, pick-wise, I mean, are they going to hit on all three like the Jets did? That would be slim, but. All two. I, I think we need to see more of Jeremy Johnson before we uh, assume they hit on all three. Jeremy Johnson? Oh, wait, you you're talking Garrett about Garrett Wilson? Wilson? No, no, because they also, didn't they draft Jeremy they Johnson? Three. They got, they No, had, they had, four, oh, no, three in the first was second round. Brees Hall was first. I thought Jeremy Johnson was drafted in the first. Well, luck, Brees. Just search up Ball. New York Jets draft. I'm because who? I'm pretty uh, sure Saquon Barkley's still the last. You're right. You're right. He was yeah. 36. So yeah, Jeremy Johnson. Okay. Yeah. But they've hit on three draft picks. Yes. Brees Hall. Jeremy Garrett Johnson Wilson. played good. He is injured though. Um. And uh, let's sauce. let's let's talk about an NFC West matchup. I mean, we were talking about two games. We'll talk about the Thursday night game that was last night. But first of all, Cardinals Seahawks. Yeah, I picked up Geno Smith in fantasy, and what a mistake that was. He probably had his worst game of the year. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. The Cardinals kicked, what, did the Cardinals just kick three, three field, field goals? Um, I said the Falcons are the 50-50 team, because you can flip a coin and whatever. I think Geno Smith is a 50-50 player. He's played phenomenal on and off this entire uh, season. I'm going to disagree. I think he's played good in pretty much every game except this one. Keep in mind, they... they, uh, they I'm saying on and off, but like... By on, I mean, like, phenomenal, and off, I mean good. Okay, that's fair. Because, like, he's had phenomenal games multiple times this season. Kyler, you know what, here? Before we... We still not going to talk about the Thursday night game yet. Kyler, it was the pre-Call of Duty hype, you know? Like, Call of Duty came out four days after this game. He was, like... He was... You know what? I bet he got an open beta before. He got, like, a little beta. So he was playing it too much. He didn't watch enough Even film. then, Kyler Murray was the entire offense. 100 rushing yards, uh, 222 Two, passing. Yeah. He was he literally the entire offense. Um, and Hollywood Brown hurts his foot. He's out for the year. No. Uh, yeah. Four to six. Four games. He's uh, on the IR, but expecting four to six weeks. I thought it was the whole Same game. thing with J.K. Dobbins being out for four to six weeks. Yeah, he has knee surgery. 
How do you how do you have knee surgery and you're only out for four to six weeks? I know it wasn't a torn ACL, but I mean it's a very significant surgery. I mean, I think uh, Van Jefferson got knee surgery on the lot like during the last preseason game, and he's back now, so that's about six weeks. That's true. Um, Cowboys Eagles thought this game was going to be better. Uh, it was really bad in the first half. The Eagles were up twenty three in the second half. Cowboys tried to make a comeback, but when you have Cooper Rush a quarterback playing awful he played really bad that yeah. showed the true Cooper worst football rush. of his career actually um by far he, he uh those, he's getting clown on right now those three picks that he threw none of them all of them were his fault they were all awful throws. yeah he's getting clown on uh really badly right now um because the whole debacle with his wife how he didn't want her to fly out uh i remember that but yeah he didn't play well Dak prescott is back this week uh thing is how Dak prescott really hasn't been good since his rookie season? I don't want to say that. He's been good. He's been great since his rookie year. He hasn't been enough. Yeah, Um. if you just look at the uh, who the Cowboys like receiving stats, I mean, C.D. Lamb led them with 68. And then I'm just going to list some guys here. Some guys that were in their top six receivers. Tell me if you've heard of any of them. Uh, Peyton Hendershot, Jake Ferguson, Sean McKean, Kennan. And, well, you've heard of Noah Brown. He's been a starter for the whole season. But, yeah. you I No one out there has heard of any of those guys unless you're a diehard Cowboy fan. Hell, I don't even think diehard Cowboy fans have heard of these guys. I'll have to ask my grandfather, but I don't even think he's heard of them. I'll ask my cousins, who were actually at that game. It was their first ever Cowboy game, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, they lost, but... Um, the the Eagles continue to be great on the ground and mid in the air, as Jalen Hurts has no case for MVP, because he has, I think, only six passing touchdowns on the year. Travis Kelsey has more receiving touchdowns than the Eagles team does. Yeah, I believe Josh Allen leads MVP race. And I think oh, he's not close. If Josh Allen drop, 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 Mahomes drop, 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 I have no clue. I would say Hurts. Still? I mean, who else? Who are you going to throw up there? No if defensive didn't get player. Injured, I would... No defense. Okay. See, now this is where I'm about to get mad. Not not too bad. Tua had one good game. He played three games. Three, four True. games in the year. Uh, one of them was good. The other two were bad. Okay. Um... Yeah, Any one of them. Five hundred running, but no. Nick Chubb doesn't have a case. Receivers, no. Diggs. I mean, Diggs is having a phenomenal receiver year, running, winning MVP. No chance. Right, there's no, no chance. chance. No, no O lineman, no D lineman. No. We've looked at the sacks. That's no corner, no DBs, no, no linebacker. It's... Micah Parsons. No, I would have. I would have Parsons as the third, third place. Yeah, I mean, he's. I think he's given for defensive player of the year, though. I mean, I would have said that before yeah. the season. He's Round of applause. Round of applause, folks. Micah Parsons has what? Let's see. He played every game last year, 17, 6. 23 games in his career, and he's the best defensive player in the league. Yeah, round of applause, folks. This is the last time we've seen Broncos in primetime football until week 14. Yes, we still have to see them one more time this season. Three more times. Three more? Time. No. There's no way they have seven games in primetime. Are you counting a Saturday nighter? That's, like, prim- that's primetime, technically. Yeah. Three more. Why? Awful. I retract my statement. The Broncos, oh, I don't like it. But, folks, at least they didn't come away with a win. Um, In the first quarter, Russ was 10 for 10, 123 in touchdown. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Russ, you're finally doing something? It's dangerous, folks. Rest of the game, 5 for 17 for 60 yards. Oh, they That's were horrible. Um, I know a lot of Broncos. There's nothing good to say about this game. Um. Herbert breaks a record for least receipt uh, passing yards with most completions. Uh, the previous record was two hundred and seventy eight with thirty two with at least thirty two completions. He has he had thirty seven completions for two thirty eight. Oh. Um, I mean, two seventy eight was the previous record. Yeah, um, Austin Eckler continues to be great. 
I mean, like, if you look at his stats-wise, he had, uh, like, fantasy. I mean, fantasy, he's an absolute beast. The clear best fantasy running back. And I think overall the impact that Eckler has on this team, he is a top seven running back. He's not the best rusher, but that's not his strength. At this point, in modern day, you have to be a running back that can both catch and run. That's why you have guys like Saquon Kamara, McCaffrey, and Eckler. There is one other good player this entire game, and that was their kicker, Dustin Hopkins. Who got injured. He does get injured, but he comes in and kicks the field, the game-winning field goal without being able to stand on his, his leg. He had four field goals. He had four field goals. after Because they, they scored a touchdown, it was... And then he the last four their last uh, twelve points of the game were all field goals. For reference, the Broncos were up by three at halftime. Yeah, and went into overtime and with a muffed punt that like the guy was knocked back into his own player, the Chargers end up winning. See, the Broncos Broncos fans are so angry at that, but I mean, rule wise, it's a legit thing because your guy engaged in the block. And here's something: this was the first time all season where Russell Wilson. Has not said Broncos country let's ride at the end of a game. I know that. I do have bad news for you. He's like the corniest player in the NFL. I have bad news. He did proceed to film a new Subway Danger Russ ad. It's bad. It's bad. Like, worse just than like the first him. one. Like, I'll what? have to show it to you later. It's bad. Just like episode four was called Washed. That's what he is. We're going to move on to our final game of this episode, which was the first game of week seven. Last night's clear, it was the best Thursday night game of the season. Arizona Cardinals defeat the New Orleans Saints 42-34, to where the Cardinals had two pick sixes. They're actually, surprisingly, you know what? They had three picks and two touchdowns, two defensive touchdowns. Their defense was bad in this game. But the joke of the matter is, the defense won them the game. It did. It, totally. It's the funny thing. Actually, I'm Andy Dalton, I mean, he's two out of the three interceptions are his fault. Yes. Uh, but one of the pick sixes, it's not. Yeah, dropped uh, ball by Callaway. Marcus Callaway, he has to catch that ball. The first one, just the third pick, the one that went to Isaiah Simmons was awful. Horrible throw. It was like Horrible. 10 in the yards. You put that, not to mention, you just put that up like a foot extra in the air, it's you not picked chill. off. Yeah, you're absolutely. Uh, the joke of the matter is, I think if the first one isn't picked, if Marcus Kelly doesn't drop it and return for picks, I don't think the second one happens. 100% and the Saints um, will win that game. The Saints should have won this game. Uh, no one really played we're going to talk... One guy I wanted to definitely highlight is uh, Rashid Shahid. Um, so, in the first Saints game we covered this week, he his first NFL touch was a... It was like a 46-yard rushing touchdown. His second ever NFL touch. He still only has two. A 53-yard receiving touchdown. It was a dime. That throw was... Dime. He, he got dra- He dragged a guy, too. For a couple of yards, yeah. Um, Chris Olave, isn't he... This was his first game back from the concussion, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that? Yeah. Good game. Uh, good game. 106 yards or seven. Uh, Kevin Hop- White, you see that? Oh my god, Kevin White's still playing? Wait, one catch what? for 64 yards. Kevin White is still in the league. No, you're kidding. Oh the, my god. One of the biggest busts of all time. He was taken third overall by the Bears in 2015. I didn't even realize Kevin White was still in the game. I thought he retired like years ago. I'm sorry, oh Alvin god. Kamara only had four. I swear he had more yards. Alvin Kamara Oh, he is, did have 56. Alvin Kamara is nowhere near a top 20 rusher. No. He's dual a good player threat. Yeah. He's a good dual threat. Um, He's never rushed for 1,000 yards in this season. Taysom Hill, I mean, he's not, he's, I think he's pretty, I mean, he had 48 passing yards, only nine rushing, but he did have a receiving touchdown. Yeah. I mean, he's a good, he's a good all, he's playing football like it's the 40s again. But the high, best player in this game was DeAndre Hopkins, uh, returning from his six game suspension due to PED usage, which I still believe he did not use because he's not that type of player. How do you, but how do you actually, wasn't it like beaver tranquilizer or something? 
It was like the don't. It was the weirdest thing. He had ten for one hundred three. Just a vintage Jihad game. A lot of catches. A lot of yards. Yeah. Um. And Robbie Anderson nowhere to be found. But wait. Uh. Hot Rod Rodrigo Blankenship is playing for the Cardinals. Yeah. He didn't play good. Job. No. He missed one, right? He missed an extra point. He got the field goal. It pissed me off because the first field goal they made was 50 yards, and my dad and I were like, oh, you can make that 50 yard, but not the one that wins your team. The jerk matters. He kicks that 50 yarder in the Houston game and wins it. He's not out of a job in, in, in oh, 100%. Um, and Kyler, so you know what? The Sunday game, he was too excited for Cod. This the- time, he was like, you know what? I, I have to run this ball. I have to get as many plays inside, in the num- uh, stay in bounds so he could get home and play Call of Duty. He did it. Cardinals win. Yeah, uh, not to mention he has an excuse to sit on the couch all weekend and play Call of Duty because uh, he does have an injury, quote-unquote. He, he said he had a leg injury. Yeah. Le- yeah, he just won. Apparently, the campaign did drop yesterday uh, in Call of Duty. Uh, our Week 7 picks are going to be pretty uh, lenient. I mean, the Bills, the Rams both have a bye week, so there's no bias coming here. All right, Dylan, we're going to start off. Browns-Ravens, this game is a swing game. Not really. Who do you have? No. Oh. I, it's tough. I it's it's in Baltimore, which usually it's a good thing. Uh, for this team, it's not. I think Browns come away with a win. I'm gonna disagree. I think the Browns have been really bad. Uh, I think the Ravens have been bad in the second half. But I think you know what, this one's gonna be this one's gonna be hard to lose, man. The Ravens get it done, at home. Uh, and then Bucks Panthers. I would love to see the Panthers win it. It's not gonna happen. I picked them last week. I mean now they're. See, last week they were free from a bad head coach. Now they're free from Robbie Anderson and Christian McCaffrey. Who is their... No chance. Is it Deonta Foreman they're running? Or is it Chuba Hubbard? Chuba Hubbard, I think. God, I love that name. Uh, Isn't it Chuba? It is Chuba, but I say I'm Chuba. just going to say Chuba Hubbard. It's a great it's name. Like Nick Chubb. Yeah. Um. If it's it's Nick Chubb and Sam Hubbard combined. Uh, yeah, Bucks win. Bucks, yeah, obviously Bucks win. Falcons, Bengals, a game that uh, I think could go honestly either way. Both teams have been on and off. But uh, I think that Jamar Chase is going to torch A.J. Terrell, and I think the Bengals get a win. I want to say Falcons win. I really do. Uh, it's just hard. Cincinnati wins this game, no doubt in my mind. Lions, Cowboys. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Dax comeback game. I think they're going to win. The Lions have been truly uh, – they've been truly off. What the happened? They're 1-5, and five, right? Yes. I think 1-4. I'm not sure. Yeah, 1-4 because they had to buy last week. Um, what happened? They had the best scoring offense through week three, and then just it week just four. fell up week four, and it just fell apart. Once they had played the Pats. I'm uh, just, I'm I'm sorry. I You and I both agreed that they could be a contender for a wild card position. Nope, not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, and I hate to say it, I don't want to be true. I think I know true. There's a chance Campbell. MCDC might be out of there by the end of the season. Yeah. And I don't want it to be true. I like yeah. MCDC. Um... We're going to move on. Giants, Jags. Now, okay. Giants. Giants are good. But would this not be the type of game that the oh, New York Oh, you're pulling my Giants line, aren't you? Lose? You're pulling my line. Is this not the game that they would lose? It's totally- Oh, it totally is. But right. you're, you're using... Can you credit me on this? You're using... This Where did is, you use that line? Uh, Houston, Texas... Uh, Houston, oh, Jaguars. Jags. I say that all the time. I'm like, this is this the type is just, of... It's, this is a Giants game to lose. And honestly, I'm so torn because the clear pick to go with... Is the Giants? Oh God! Yeah, I can't. I'm going Giants. You man. have to. Um, Packers, Commanders. This, this is that Giants defense is too good. Uh, Packers, Commanders. This was a very close game this season. Uh, 
Packers are not great. Packers, but it's the a bounce back game. But it's, the, it's a bounce back but game. But the Commanders are much worse. It's we both pack. agree Packers win. Packers win. It's a bounce back game. Another 50-50 game, Colts-Titans. That one could go either way. I think Colts split this. Uh, I mean, the Colts have, I mean, they haven't played great, but they have been playing better. Yeah. Ever uh, since that Thursday night game, it seems like a lot of teams have been playing better ever since they, they played they Broncos two in their run time. Yeah, I think uh, I think they continue the streak and uh, go and win. I said when Dylan and I were planning out this week's episode that I think they're gonna split. Derrick Henry's been on kind of a hot streak lately. I'm I'm gonna take the Titans to continue and win their fourth in a row. Uh, Texans Raiders Raiders. They're one and four. They're a much better team. Speaking of head coaches that could and might Josh be McDaniels. out, oh, and I don't like McDaniel's. I really He's don't. He's a former Patriot. Who does? Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he's out. Yeah, uh, I don't like Lovey Smith as an Illinois fan. You you know who's winning this game? Yeah, it's it's the Raiders. They've had two weeks to prepare prepare for this game. So, uh, I think I'm gonna say the same thing with the New York teams. Is Jets Broncos not the game that the Jets would lose? It is. It totally is. It totally is. Broncos are currently favored by one. Uh, but I'm I'm taking the Jets still. I really am. While I do believe that the Jets are a top ten team. For now, uh, their bad quarterback play is going to definitely come into play against a great Broncos defense. I think the Broncos actually do get it done in this game. Uh, Chiefs Niners. This game's gonna be closer than no, it's not gonna be closer than people think. Chiefs. Chiefs. Win. Yeah. Um. Apparently, CMC is playing this weekend, but on limited snaps. Uh, limited snaps can mean anywhere from twenty to one. <laughs> so no one knows. Uh, I would love to see the Chiefs win this game. You'd love to see them win? The Chiefs. Why? I'm a Rams fan. That's true. And I'm a Bills fan, so I hate the Chiefs. Oh, come <laughs> uh, I mean, this is, like, so premature to say it, but legitimately, I think that Chiefs-Bills is, like, determining who gets home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Yeah. It's like, this, I feel like this is the biggest margin between teams we have seen in years in the NFL. That's like, wow, there are two teams that are clearly better than the others. But if, here's, all right, Chiefs and Bills, way at the top. Drop, well, Bills at the top, right? You drop down a little bit, Chiefs. You drop down a little bit, Eagles. You drop down a whole lot, and you have teams like the Giants, Cowboys, possibly Chargers. I'm a, no. Vikings. Um, this is a huge shock. Everyone thought the AFC was going to be a powerhouse this season. It's, it's just been disappointed. Everyone thought the, the Raiders were going to be good. Everyone thought the Broncos were going to be good. And they've both been disappointing. Like the whole, like, literally, the whole NFL, it's like, Two teams clearly better than the rest. Seahawks, Chargers. Seahawks win this. I don't want to root for them, but I think Seahawks win this. I think Geno Smith shows up. Hmm. This one, this is, I think this is actually going to be a really good game. Um, Since, I mean, there's no chance we get this game on TV, we'll have Chiefs 49ers, which I'd rather see that game. Uh, I'm going to, just for some opposition, I'm going to go Chargers. Steelers, Dolphins are probably going to be one of the worst Sunday night matchups of the year. Uh, Steelers defense is very, very good. Tua, just, Tua is not fully healthy, no matter what they say. He will never be fully have healthy. I think the Steelers are going to win their second in a row. I think Miami wins this. I, I think the... I don't think the... Although the Steelers' defense is really good, I just don't think it overpowers how bad their offense is. So you know how we're complaining. But you have to remember, Kenny Pickett just got off the concussion protocol, and we don't know if he's fully healthy either. Uh, so you know how we're just, we've been complaining about Thursday night matchups for the last couple of weeks? Oh, no. Here's one to complain about. This is a Monday night matchup, though. Oh, okay. Bears-Pats. Pats won that, no doubt. Clearly, it's going to be a horrible The thing is, I hate to ask this question. If you're a Pats fan, do you want Mac Jones starting? Yeah, he's better. 
Zappy played against a bad Browns defense. And played, Myers, against some bet, and played against a worse Lions defense. I mean, Jones is still questionable. I mean, I would say this game could prove Zappy, but it's the Bears. I don't know when the na- next big Patriots game is. I will look at that soon. Uh, they play the Jets next week. The Jets That's, and the Colts. It's if, a divisional game. I would consider that a big game. Yeah, I think if Zappy's playing that and he wins it like with a good margin, I think Zappy might win a starting job. Mm, I disagree. Uh, so, you know, I'm just going to repeat this. You know how we're talking about bad Thursday night matchups? Well, we finally get a good one. ravens Bucks. We're going to predict next week's because we record these. Is it even real? I mean, think about it, though. It's a good matchup. Kind of? Both teams are 3-3. Three three. Both teams have been disappointing. It's going to be a good game. I'll root for the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens as well. I just don't. I, I can't side with Brady at all. Yeah. All right, folks. I'm Sam. And I'm Dylan. And, and this, this was, was the Last Minute Sports, Sports Podcast. Podcast.